Are you sinning right now? I don't mean are you stealing or murdering right now. This would be an interesting video to watch while doing that. But no, to sin, we don't always have to act. In fact, today on Ruta Daily, the Bible is going to tell us that we can sin by doing nothing at all. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and one of the most jarring verses in the Bible for me is James 4.17. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. It's a stunningly deep verse exposing what Charles Spurgeon called the sin of doing nothing. I can be sitting here in this chair, minding my own business, and still sit. By doing nothing at all, I can lose the battle. And if the church today, and us as Christians individually, don't get serious about fighting off the sin of doing nothing, we don't just lose the battle, we will lose the war against all sin and its consequence of death. In this single little verse, James shifts the war of sin from being a defensive war to an offensive one. You read through James, you can probably do it in one good sitting. You'll see that he takes the danger of sin seriously. Look at the way he talks about the tongue and the sinful fire it can unleash, or the seemingly small sin of pride that can tear apart our relationships and can wreak havoc on God's church. You can't read James and not see sin as dangerous and that we need to protect ourselves from it. But in this one verse, James shows that we can't protect ourselves from bunkering down in some panic room. The war against sin cannot be won if Christians are on the defensive. Rather, like Romans 8 says, we should be more than conquerors. We don't see sin and hide under a desk from it. We conquer it. Now, Take a step back. Normally, this verse is pulled out when there's some great moral need in the world. Things like opposing the Holocaust. If you know the good thing to do, standing up against the evil, and you fail to do it, then it is sin. Even if being otherwise disengaged from politics as a Christian isn't always sinful. When you are presented with the option to do something righteous and you choose to remain idle, you sin. And I don't think that's always an unfair use of this verse. Other times, people will use this verse to explain the relativity of some sin. Take the Jewish Christians who are still keeping laws about clean and unclean foods, even though those barriers were done away with on the cross. This verse helps explain why it would still be sinful for them to violate their conscience, even if eating unclean foods wasn't really sinful on its own. And we could think of plenty of examples where something that isn't spelled out in scripture as evil could still be sinful if we feel guilty doing it. And again, uh, that's not wrong to say this verse speaks to that. But if we put this verse back in its context, we see James says this is for a slightly different reason. He writes in verse 13, Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, 
if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So notice the context there. The context doesn't rule out those two interpretations we talked about, that it's sinful to see great moral need and remain idle, and that something can be sinful if it violates our conscience. But the larger point James is making is applicable to a lot more people, a lot more of the time. He tells the story of businessmen who are going about their lives completely uh, oblivious to the sovereign God and the ultimate uh, mortality they have in their lives. They live as if they're guaranteed tomorrow. And James says, you're thinking about tomorrow, but you don't even really know if you have another breath. And, and that section makes us thinking about our planning and, and remaining humble when we plan, but verse 17 can't be viewed separately. It uses one of the most important but neglected words in all the Bible, therefore, then. If anyone therefore knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Don't boast in your great plans. Why? It's not because planning is bad. It's not because God doesn't want us to make great, awesome plans about the work we are going to do for him. He does. But, verse 17, if you know there is something good to do, do it now. Don't wait. And I just think about the modern church today, and this is a lesson we so drastically need to heed. We plan and we look to the future, but we always seem to want to be cautious. Well, we'll see if the budget works out. No, we'll, we'll wait until we have more people to do that thing. You know, we plan and we try to cover our backs and, and we remain defensive in this war on sin. When God is telling us, you have everything you need to start fighting. Don't think today or tomorrow. Think right now. Get to work right now. Take the fight to Satan and it's going to be scary. You're not going to know how it's going to work out and you might not even come out unscathed. It might hurt, but we are promised one thing in scripture. We will be more than conquerors if we rely on God. Stop hiding in the bunker and go on the offensive in this war. Ephesians chapter 6, Paul writes, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done that, everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet uh, of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You know, what is the sin of doing nothing, really, according to James? It's not just the sin 
of violating your own conscience. And it doesn't have to be as dramatic as ignoring something like the Holocaust. It is seeing the thing that God is calling you to do and saying today or tomorrow. God is calling you. God is calling his church to do incredible things. Not today, not tomorrow, right now. And he's calling you to do the same. He's calling you to stop playing defense, stop hiding in the bunker and take the war to sin. Conquer it because you are more than a conqueror. And it's just sin to live your life any less than that. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and you want to make sure that others can see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk to debt. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.